Today on Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, one of Bemidji's premier fishing events. They were supposed to have their big 20th anniversary celebration last year, but, well, you know. So they're doing it this year, and it means more anglers and more money. The Knights of Columbus shorties. Walleye Classic is back. I won't ever understand my shorties be mad when all I want to do is stick my toes in the sand. There's nothing wrong with champagne, dancing and such, but the nightlife in the city don't impress me much. some trout the fishes all tremble at the thought of me when i'm f-i-s-h-double-i-n paul bunyan country and welcome to fish and paul bunyan country well we're getting ever closer to the knights of columbus walleye classic it's the 20th anniversary which we planned on last year uh but like everything last year uh, we didn't do it, <laughs> so we're going to do it this year. We've got Joe Shapesky, he's a committee member, former tournament director, and John Markham, the new tournament director. Welcome, guys. Hello. Great to be here. So, John, let's uh, start with you. Uh, we had to wait a year, but we are going to have the Knights of Columbus uh, Walleye Tournament. Uh, it's going to look a little bit different, but it's still going to be a big event. It is. So it's happening on June 12th. Um, running from 7 to 4 um, down at the waterfront. Um, the um, the tournament's going to look uh, similar to what it has in the past, um, but one with one little wrinkle, we're going to have a, it's going to be a virtual um, uh, release um, tournament. So anglers will catch their fish. They will take a picture of, of the measurement, and they will take a hero shot of them with the fish, and then they will submit that electronically, and then the fish goes right back into the water. Um, so um, without that, um, with regard to that, we're going, we're going to go. We're, yeah, right. So, Joe, one of the things that's, that's unique about um, fishing tournaments past Yes. And I mentioned this to a few people as, as these uh, apps have gotten to be more and more popular. It, really, a fishing tournament was the only sport people participated in that they didn't know the score. Yes, that is very true. We've talked about that a few times, I think, Kevin. And um, this kind of ups the game a little bit in that regard. Uh, our anglers will have the opportunity to keep their uh, their names on the tournament app anonymous. So they'll have a nickname, a moniker, whatever they want during the tournament so you'll at least be able to see where you are amongst the field you'll know if you're in fifth place 50th place wherever you're at in the the field of 120 and uh, that gives you a little bit more incentive to keep fishing a little bit harder Um, maybe you'll uh, have a little bit knowledge of you know i'm just out of the money i really need to get one more over 20 or this 19 will be good enough or whatever the case may be and, John, the key thing here is people will have fake names, so they'll be anonymous, so he won't know, oh, that's George's boat. I saw where he was earlier in the day. I'm going over there. Uh, so that part will be able to be secret. But I think from a even from a fan's perspective and obviously from the angler's perspective, being able to keep tabs on 
those top weights is going to be very helpful. It is going to be, and we're going to um, put out on on uh, social media um, at ten and two, um, ten noon and two, um, the who's leading and the, how the pack is all coming, and and so you'll be able to watch on social media with that. John, obviously, uh, you picked an interesting time to take over the Knights of Columbus <laughs> tournament directorship. Uh, what has been the biggest challenge in this whole thing? Uh, I guess the ever-changing uh, COVID requirements. And um, so we started off, uh, um, you know, looking like it was going to be a, entirely virtual. And now we're hopeful that um, that uh, you'll be able to come down and participate in some fashion down at the waterfront now this year. Well, I think that uh, that would be great. And obviously the world is changing. And we went from nothing to, um, you know, pretty much wide open um i know there's this you know you got to deal with the city still you need to deal with the, the state make sure you're you're falling in 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 the way you need to but in an outdoor gathering i think you're probably going to be able to have some people down there that's the way it looks to me anyway yes we're we are planning on having people down at the waterfront again what exactly that looks like is still evolving a little bit uh, still looking for some permissions from the city to make sure that we're on track for having a crowd, which two weeks ago we weren't even yet. Uh, so it is changing fast. Uh, but we do anticipate anglers can have their family, their friends, other members of the community come down and check out our award ceremony at the end of the day. This is a, a big event for this community. It's in its 20th year and, and obviously, well, 21st technically, but it's the 20th tournament. Let's put Correct. it that way, the 20th tournament. Yes. And and you've up the ante as well, John. Um, we got extra teams from years past, and we've got extra money for the first-place team. For the 20th anniversary, we added an additional uh, 20 teams, so we're running 122-man teams. Um, and we raised the uh, top prize to $20,000 this year. So um, more more teams uh, vying for a, a bigger dollar. That's uh, that's obviously what people love to watch, and that's what anglers love to go for. Um, but it's in a lot of ways, it's it's just fishing. I know I, I talk to tournament anglers; they just love being out there fishing with a friend or fishing with a, a you know one of their kids or a nephew or a niece or whatever it is. But um, they also really do like to win the money. I mean, let's face it, they're competitive. <laughs> Especially after a year off last year. You know, there's a lot of tournaments just were not held last year. And from the anglers we've been talking to, and we've heard from a number of them, uh, they're just excited. They're practically flowing out of their boats. They're so anxious to get in the water. It's just crazy out there. Yeah, it, it's going to be a, a big deal again, as it always is. John, um, have you been involved in the tournament in the past, and uh, why did you decide you could be the tournament director, or did somebody decide that for you? I think uh, yeah. <laughs> I was strongly encouraged. Uh, so I, uh, uh, <laughs> He's the right person for the job. Don't worry. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm the uh, deputy grand knight of the Knights of Columbus, and we felt that uh, that would be a good role for me to play so that uh, ranking member of the Knights of Columbus could also oversee this. Tournament director John Markham and committee member Joe Shapesky joining me to discuss the 20th anniversary of the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic. It's on June 12th. I'm excited to be down there and be part of it. And we've got a lot more details to come next. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country.
Welcome back to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. A lot of celebration in town as the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic returns. And this year it's their 20th anniversary, so it's a big, big deal. They have upped the teams to 120 from the typical 100 and the prize money to $20,000 for the champs instead of the usual $12,500. Joe Shapesky, a committee member and former tournament director, and the current tournament director, John Markham, are joining me today. The real key to this is what it does for the community. It's always been about um, community beneficiaries and all of that stuff, and uh, we've still got that part going on, too. Absolutely. All 11 of our beneficiary organizations are back this year, including our newest one, which is the Lumberjack High School Fishing Team. Uh, So when you enroll in the tournament, when you sponsor it with a business sponsorship, or when you buy those lovely uh, raffle tickets for that boat motor trailer and all those cash prizes, which we have more of those again this year, too, because it's the 20th anniversary. All those go to support our charitable um, organizations, which is really the important thing for the everything. Uh, you know, helping to make sure that Take a Kid Fishing and Fishing Has No Boundaries and Boy Scouts and all these other organizations have funds to help them operate throughout the year as well. And obviously... Um you know, take a kid fishing and fishing has no boundaries has had to take a couple of years off as well. But they'll they'll they should be back next year and and they're really important events for the area as well as well as any one of the beneficiaries you talked about. Um, so what will their role be the day of the event in this new format? A lot of the beneficiary organizations are sticking right with their original um, roles or duties that they've had in the past. Uh, some of them have stepped up uh, when it looked like we weren't going to have anything at the waterfront to also participate in selling raffle tickets, which is one of our main fundraising operations. Um, others are still going to be involved with helping to manage events or activities down at the waterfront. You'll still see scouts helping to hand out food and beverage in the morning to all the anglers. Uh, when they pull up to the docks, uh, you'll still see uh, take a kid fishing f- uh, folks on the uh, launch pontoon and uh, we will have a new role for some of our let's go fishing folks this year out on the water helping with patrol boats uh, just another way for us to help manage the process be there a support for anglers as they're using this new app uh, and their role out on the lake so we'll have lots of extra support and new roles for some of our organizations I know that we're we're just trying to get through this year. After you know, it's been a, it's been quite a battle. We're going to get through this year. But have you discussed yet, or have you heard from the DNR or other agencies about um, the future? I'm I'm hearing that they they're really really pro app, and they you know it's just better for the fish. Are you hearing anything about what they want to do in the future? So. Our, through communication with, with the DNR, they have they've been telling us for many years actually that they really want us to go t- towards the app. Um, they feel that it's better for the fishery of the Lake Bemidji and er- Lake Irving, and um, so that is what they're encouraging us to do this year. And we'll see what goes on next year. I, it, it is our guess that we're going to be moving along with the app in the future years. I'm hearing it might be a requirement in future years, but yes. that's just talk. I mean, I haven't heard anything definitive on that. 
And yeah, I, I do agree it probably is better for the fish. Uh, I think that obviously as we go along, not just your tournament, but all these tournaments that, that are making these adjustments are going to find ways to keep the drama up. I think you've already found a way to keep the drama up and, and, and make for a pretty good way in. We'll put it in quotation marks, way in um, an award ceremony. I mean, we still, you know, we, we won't reveal the winner until, until at least yeah. four thirty five o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Exactly. Okay. So anglers will know who their own tournament nickname is, and uh, we'll be able to judge pretty well where they're at in the field. But uh, it's still going to be pretty exciting at the end of the day, worth a stop for people interested in, in uh, seeing how it all turns out. Kev, I'd just like to highlight one thing. Over the last 20 years, the Krause-Anderson and the Knights of Columbus tournaments have donated over $68,000 to uh, 10 charitable nonprofit um, do- organizations in Bemidji. So we're... It's a it's a great organization. You know that is the direct impact that you have, which is amazing. But I just think the tournament itself, just the the residual impact on the community overall, on restaurants and businesses downtown when people gather, it, and just the spotlight it puts on Lake Bemidji and Bemidji in general. I mean, there's a lot of residual when you do an event like that that pays off uh, in ways we won't really see, but we know it's working. Right. Absolutely. So how long has it been the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic? Now I lose track. This will be the fifth tournament. So six years technically, but the fifth tournament that the Knights of Columbus have uh, been in charge of organizing it. Well, some people still call it the Krause Anderson. You guys get offended by that? or No. <laughs> as long as they write the checks out right. It's all good. <laughs> The 20th anniversary of the Krauss Anderson slash Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic is coming up June 12th. Going to be a big day in Bemidji. My guests are Joe Shapesky of the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic Committee and the tournament chair, John Markham. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. So, John, tell us a little bit about the Knights of Columbus and, and what they're all about besides running a fishing tournament every year. Uh, so, we are... Men of the Catholic faith base, and um, we are there to support, uh, obviously, the the faith of the Catholic Church, but also um, um, donate our time and energies to raise money for other nonprofit. But besides the, uh, the the walleye tournament, what else does the Knights Columbus do over the course of a year? Um, Locally here, I mean, what are some of the other things you guys do? There's, you know, this last year is a little more difficult to say, but uh, things that I've been involved with, you know, we actually serve a lot of food. You know, our (laughs) hot dog stand is out there at the water carnival every year. It is active throughout uh, a few events like that. Um, One event that I can't wait to get back into is our annual rib dinner. Uh, Some of the best ribs in the area by far. We've been doing that for, I want to say, 17 years. Um, so that'll be coming up this fall again, uh, regular Good. pancake breakfast after church yeah. every month. And then beyond that, uh, there's a number of uh, activities within the church that we help support. Um, what are some of the other activities? Our, our school marathon, we help with that. We help with the March for Life. A um, uh, number of different activities. What else, what else am I missing, John? The Northwoods Pregnancy Center, we raise money for oh, them. Okay. 
is it strictly uh, St. Philip's base? I know there are some other, you know, uh, smaller Catholic churches uh, on the outskirts of Bemidji, or, or is it just any any Catholic church can join the Knights of Columbus here in Bemidji? Our KC Council covers Bemidji as well as Wilton. Wilton. Okay. Yep. yep. And then uh, the other Catholic churches in the area, a lot of them have their own councils or clusters of churches have a council. So. Uh, if you go down to Nevis and Akeley, they've got one, Nebish and Black Duck. Uh, you know, a lot of those smaller parishes will go together on an individual council. One of the things that I noticed and was quite impressed with uh, uh, being uh, uh, part of it on that, that Saturday is just seeing the sheer number of Knights of Columbus members there are in Bemidji. There's a lot of you guys. There is. There is. Um, yeah, I think over about 250. Wow. Yeah, it is the largest fraternal organization in the world that over 2 million members worldwide. So bigger than Rotary, bigger than Lions, bigger than all of those groups. So it's it's fascinating to be a part of something that's that big. Well, I shouldn't say this on the air, but you're blowing the men of my church away. i got to tell you that. <laughs> we, we, we have something to strive for. <laughs> well, if they want to come over, we can... Uh... <laughs> Have a chat. (laughs) All right. So, again, it's uh, coming up Saturday, the 12th of June, the 20th anniversary of the uh, Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic. And we've got a a $20,000 first prize and 120 teams. And you actually sold that out a long time ago. These guys have been waiting well over a year to make this happen. Right. Yes. We had most of last year's tournament field filled up fast. we kept that tournament field intact, except for those teams that had to drop out for whatever reason. There's always somebody that can no longer fish it. So we had just a handful of uh, spots to refill. I think it took like seven minutes to fill it once it opened. So <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I want to encourage any anglers who are wanting to fish the tournament to go to the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic website. On the top right-hand side, it says register. Um, right now, you'll be put on a wait list, but we have been seeing some, uh, for varying reasons, some teams that have been um, stepping out. Um, so the chances of you fishing are, are still good. So, uh, yeah, yep. please register. And this 120 teams and $20,000 is is a one-year deal, right? That's correct. Okay. So, yeah, yep. next year I'll go back to 100 teams and the top prize will be 12500 a mere 12500 next year <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'd love to keep it at 20 but uh i don't think we'll we're quite ready to go there yet okay <laughs> well um and again it was great to hear that uh, all of your sponsors stayed stayed true to the organization and the uh, the tournament as well so i know there's a lot of people who just love this tournament it was great great to see everybody just stay 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 together on this. We're very thankful for that, uh, especially for our main sponsors, Acme, Milwaukee, and Honda. And, of course, Ray's Marine with uh, Lund and uh, Mercury and Shorelander uh, helping us out with that boat for that raffle. Uh, it's fantastic. And don't forget to buy your raffle tickets. Lucan's North and South, uh, Northwood's Bait and Tackle, uh, Ace on the Lake. Yep, the boat's there right now. Both uh, at, at, yes. At so get those tickets, folks. Okay, yes, I was going to, I was, I almost forgot to ask about that. I'm glad you brought that up. So Lucan's North and South, Northwoods Bait, Ace is where you can get tickets right now. Right. I, can you, do we have a stack of tickets at Ray's? We might. <clears throat> so if you stop in for some parts or something at Ray's uh, or to look at some new boats, uh, yeah, you can, should be able to get some tickets there too. And how much are the tickets again? $10. Okay. Oh, still a bargain. 
absolute bargain. <laughs> Considering that we upped the number of cash prizes to 20, uh, excuse me, 19. Okay, so 19 prizes this year. 19 prizes this okay. 19 cash prizes plus the boat. Well, I guess I'm going to have to buy a couple tickets. Yes, you are. As I normally do. (laughs) (laughs) We can help. Um, One of the things about the app-based tournaments, a lot of them have gone with uh, just get the five or six biggest fish you can get because you're not keeping them anyway. Um, What about you guys? I mean, you've had to do the slot thing and figure out, uh, you know, the two overs. And how are you going to do that this year? We did decided early on in this process that we were going to keep as many of the walleye classic traditions alive as we could. So everything from our boat at a time launch in the morning at 7 a.m. Uh, to how we weigh the tournament, which is still going to be slot-based. Uh, so a boat will still be allowed to catch five fish with two of them over 20 inches. Uh, so our rules cover that. So you can take a look at the rules online if you want. Uh, but uh, those measurements are still in place so that we can keep some of those traditions alive. We can still compare from one year to the next uh, exactly how many fish you have and uh, and where they weigh. Uh, but I honestly, I'd expect that one change that will come out of that is maybe our weights will go up a little bit uh, because you all you can weigh all of the fish over 20 inches that come in, and it'll select the best two. Uh, so. You won't find yourself in a situation where you've got two in the live well over 20 and you catch another hog uh, and you had to put it back in the water. Well, that's no longer the case. Everything can be weighed. So, it, I think what's interesting about having to do it that way, it's a little more chess match, you know, especially <laughs> trying to find those, hot, you know, f- finding a place where you're not getting the unders, but the closest to the top of the unders as you can get yeah, right looking for that 19 and three quarters yes <laughs> yeah and i there's there's an there's a fun aspect to that so i'm glad you guys are maintaining that i think that'll make things a little more interesting i think it does john anything else we you want to make sure everybody knows prior to the event no i okay. buy your tickets and if you want to fish it there's still time register yeah we'll see you down at the waterfront hopefully 20th anniversary of the Knights Columbus Walleye Classic, Saturday, June 12th at the Lake Bemidji Waterfront. Uh, we will, uh, if you guys hear any more and we need to make further adjustments and let people know uh, as we get more and more ideas of what's actually going to be allowed, let's uh, let's get together and get back on the air, okay? Happy to. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you. John Markin, Joe Shapesky, thanks for being in today. Thanks. That is going to be a huge day in Bemidji, and I am looking forward to it. But that's not the only big tournament in Paul Bunyan country. Next weekend on Gull Lake in the Brainerd Lakes area, the Minnesota Fishing Challenge, a huge fundraiser for Minnesota Teen Challenge. We'll hear the details on that later on this week. Also coming up later this week, Jason Durham stops in to get us ready for the long memorial weekend of fishing, as does Travis Peterson. And don't forget, you can always subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a show and can listen to it at your leisure Easy to do, just go to podcastone.com or download the PodMN app. If you go through the app and subscribe, every time there's a new episode, you'll get a message on your phone. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher 
And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.